are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I am your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is once again back in business, and we have a very special guest on the show tonight for the first but not the last time. We're going to get to him in just a second, but before then, I want to talk to everybody about DynastyOwner.com. So I've been looking for a new challenge this offseason, aside from staying married, which is why I'm playing Dynasty Owner Fantasy Football. <laughs> Dynasty Owner Fantasy Football unites the fun and excitement of fantasy football with the skill and strategy of the front office. Dynasty Owner is the only way to play fantasy football with real NFL salaries, adding the strategy of running an NFL franchise. Dynasty Owner provides a unique challenge for diehard fantasy football fanatics. So go to DynastyOwner.com forward slash rewind. Leagues are forming now. We've all been in a league where the winner just got lucky. If you're like me and know you're better than most, Dynasty Owner gives you the platform to prove it. Dynasty Owner favors skilled players who can manage a roster using real NFL salaries within the salary cap. It adds an entirely new level of strategy. So go to DynastyOwner.com forward slash rewind. Validate your fantasy football skills. Again, that's DynastyOwner.com forward slash rewind. So Dynasty Owner, start your dynasty today. So joining me, like always, we have Porkman. Porkman, how are we doing today? I'm doing good. I just couldn't wait for today. When I got that notification from my on my text message from Mike saying we're gonna have Dougie on today, <laughs> I was waiting all week for this. Hell yeah! And we also got Nate. I know he's excited as well. I am so excited. I've been looking forward to this all week for sure. As have I. And joining <laughs> us for the first time on the show, fading into his background, but I, I love what he's got going on there. We got Oklahoma Doug. Doug, how is it going, my man? Hey, buddy, this is most I've ever heard Pork Man talk. And we ain't even in the first 30 <laughs> seconds of the show, buddy. This is going to be, we get, we going to get wild now. I can already tell, baby. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Even Nate wore a hat. I mean, <laughs> shit, y'all got fancy. <laughs> He's got it. You should see that hair. Nate does have some really good hair. I'll, I'll give him credit for that. So, and Pork Man, Pork Man got an awesome shirt, too. Hey, dad of the year. Well, I got to just point out, Doug, you have an awesome shirt as well. So, um, yeah, I got this at the Goodwill here at Hugo, Oklahoma. <laughs> Somebody left it one of them trash dumpsters out back, and I picked, I swooped that bad boy up. Somebody well, I hope, please out too. I hope you washed it first. I can tell you that. But uh, actually, nah, Doug, you, that's nostalgia, baby. That's nostalgia. <laughs> you uh, putting that shirt, the picture of you wearing the shirt today on Twitter. Um, I've had people flooding my DMs that want shirts. So, Doug, thank you very much. So, hey, today we're going to talk about some IDP. But before we get into that, Doug, you have an announcement on some things that you're going to be doing a little bit differently in the Dynasty community. Um, obviously, you focus on IDP. So why don't you tell everybody the changes that you're going to be doing and what's new with you? Well, first off, I want to thank Dynasty Nerds for having me and giving me the platform to, uh, you know, get IDP out there. And let's face it, they got a big platform, lots of eyes on it, and that gets IDP out into the community. So without Dynasty Nerds, Doug ain't what Doug is now. So first of all, thanks, Dynasty Nerds, off the top. Thanks, Dennis. Thanks, Culture Coach. Thanks, Rich, for having me. But I, there's something about me where I'd rather help the little man grow 
than help the big man get bigger, if that makes sense. Yep. And I got approached by Tyler Gunther to lead up the IDP, the all-new IDP department at Dynasty Happy Hour. So uh won't be long, and we are working on the rankings right now. I've got articles ready to drop. It's the uh, base defenses of the NFL. That's number one, in my opinion, when starting IDP is to learn what a 4-3 and a 3-4 base defense is. Okay. Once you get them down, you'll know the positions on those base defenses that score the most points. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm starting an article that'll be an introductory article there at Dynasty Happy Hour will be base defenses. We've got some changes. We've got the Redskins moving around. We got the Dallas Cowboys switching to that old ugly, ugly 3-4. <laughs> not a 3-4 fan, fellas. Not a 3-4 fan. No. Um surprisingly that still gets used more than i think it should in the nfl um doug if i may piggyback off what you said i didn't really formally announce this as all at all but um i was also part of the dynasty nerds and i have left the dynasty nerds as well um all on good terms that being said i haven't been contributing lately it's not fair to have me on the roster if i'm not doing anything so um I guess this is my formal announcement. Um, it's so hard <laughs> to oh, say goodbye. It is hard to take it, and it was a hard thing for me to do, honestly, but I'm so busy with the Dynasty Rewind. I'm so busy with my Eagles podcast, obviously being married and having a daughter. It's just hard. Doug, you have kids as well, right? So you know. Yeah, you know, I sell them all the time. I got so many <laughs> of them. I traded old Matt Donnelly's for some syrup, two of them. He wanted two girls. I said, no way. You get a boy and a girl, buddy. <laughs> so Doug, Doug knows what it's like to be busy. So it's hard to commit too much. Uh, but thank you to Rich Dotson, Matt O'Hara. Dennis has been great. Obviously, America's sweetheart. Um, Garrett Price. Gotta love me some Garrett. I'm also Garrett. You know, feel free to respond to text messages sometimes too. Um, so that being said, yeah, he don't I guess he thinks I'm like a stalker or a little creepy guy or something. <laughs> he don't ever answer my shit. It's like, whoa, there's that crazy redneck. Yeah, I don't even think I follow him. <laughs> Wait, listen, Doug, all I can say to you right now is congratulations on you know, we're gonna go ahead and call it a promotion because you're the head of the IDP department, and that's pretty damn cool. Um, also Hats off to the IDP department at Dynasty Nerds. They're all great, too, doing great stuff over there. Um, so, Doug, before we get into some good guys that we're going to talk, we're going to be talking mostly about redraft IDP. Yes, you should play IDP, and you should play IDP and redraft, too. Before we get into that, talk to me a little about these defenses you were talking about. So there's 4-3, there's 3-4. Um, does anybody run anything else? Like, Are there any 4-6 or 5-2 defenses out there? I'm going to assume that that's not as common your most common defensive alignment is probably going to be a 4-3 in the NFL, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you will see some 5-2 schemes out there with the L.A. Chargers. You'll see a 5-2 scheme a little bit more. But that was mainly because they didn't have the linebacking core to cover the 4-3 that they wanted to run. And they had to have, you know, Derwin's banged up, you know, uh, secondary's a little banged up. Kevin, oh, Kevin King, he can't do it all, baby, you know. Uh, oh, Desmond King, excuse me, he can't do it all. It's Swiss Army knife right there. Go add him if you can. Desmond King. Uh, excuse me. That's good, boy. That's good. Uh, what, are you, what are you drinking, Doug? Um, Doug Stone Light. Doug Stone Light. <laughs> right. I like it. <laughs> Doug Stone. Always smooth. But anyway, as when, you were saying. When they pay me to say that first name, hey, buddy, we'll, I'll, 
You might not see this Dynasty Rewind shirt no more. It might say, oh, Keystone on it or something, you know. Might get some swag, <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah, the LA, the L.A. Chargers is one of your main 5-2 defenses. And you'll see the Pittsburgh Steelers do it a little bit with uh, with Mark Barron and Devin Bush, both great cover guys. And what it does at 5-2, that allows your – that allows your secondary to maybe move, uh, not press as much, and kind of lay back a little bit and let your edge and your defensive line do the main of the work. That's why you got Joey Bosa, you got Melvin Ingram, you got Jerry Tillery up there on that D-line in L.A. They can handle the business, and you got Bud Dupree, you got T.J. Watt. These boys know what they're doing up front. That's why they can run a 5-2 on the occasion. Uh Jared Wackerly chiming in. Thanks for watching. He needs some Doug Stone light. <laughs> J-Dub, hit me up, man. I got it running out there in the creek right now, man. We got apple pie. We got cranberry. We got kiwi strawberry. <laughs> Boy, it's like Welch's grapefruit out there in the river. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do have a question. So oh, first question. I know that I know there's three four with defenses, a hat on. Go ahead. Four, three defenses. <laughs> but I've also seen that because of how much passing there is in this league, that most teams, their base defense isn't even the most run defense they use anymore. So like your base defense now is like a nickel, nickel. package. Right. Nickel, yes. So how yes, does that affect exactly. IDP? That affects IDP because of the slot wide receiver. The slot wide receivers came the main ad, you know, main target for a lot of quarterbacks in this league. You know, young quarterbacks really rely on that slant wide receiver. Well, you need that nickel back. You need that nickel cornerback. You know, that's where nickel comes from is the extra cornerback on the field to cover that slot. So that's where the nickel coverage comes from. And that's that's really a lot of this can be, you know, matchup dependent. Um, say you're going against, uh, let's see, run heavy team guys, uh, San Francisco 49ers. You're going against San Francisco 49ers. You got Debo Samuel in the slot. You got Jalen Hurd on that. You know, you got a bunch of fast, shifty receivers. You might want to look at running a little bit more 5-2, just pressed up just a little bit against a run-heavy team like the Niners, but with shifty, you know, slant wide receivers. Mm -hmm. So, Doug, I do want to just uh, mention you said that you had um, everything flowing in the creek. In this part of the country, we call it a crick, just so you know. So if you ever come out east – there are no creeks here. There's only cricks. So I, the creek, the creek is on up the mountain, you know, and then the creek runs downhill. You know what I mean? So the creek's where you get that old pure water, and then us poor people, we got to get the old creek water. You know what I mean? We, I ain't graduated that creek water yet. You know. You know what, Doug? I, I got to say. So I watch you, and you put videos up on you on. Uh, I'm sorry, on Twitter. Uh, could you, you tell I was bored today? It was like without, I was on you, damn TikTok. You, you send me videos and I can't help but think to myself, like, you seem like one of the happiest people I've ever met. And I love that. Like, I, I would. I am happy, brother. Let me tell you something. And I, that's what I love about you, ago, honestly. About seven months ago, I got the opportunity of a lifetime. My, my dear wife, is, that's my best friend in the world, my confidant. The only person I'd rather spend, you know, any time, any amount of time with her. She and me put her heads together. I quit my job of, you know, I work construction. I'm 37 years old, fellas. I worked on a railroad for, you know, about 15 years, you know. I, I put some hard work in, and, you know, I got tired of breathing dust day in, day out, working on the dang heater. You know what I did last year? 
I had to bring a coffee can out there in the track hole and I put a toilet paper roll in it and then I soaked it in alcohol and lit it on fire. And that's what defrosted the windows. Then I had to go get on this boat in 40 foot water and dig all this stuff out of the bottom of the lake. So, you know, I, I got tired of doing that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, opportunities arose, you know, um, I'm very fortunate that, you know, uh, whatever is up there, you know, blessed, blessed things for just to work out the way it did. And, uh, Let's just say your your little buddy here's got a green thumb and uh, things are going to be all right, baby. All right. All right. Listen, if you are not following Doug on Twitter, go do that right now at Oklahoma Doug. He's a great follower. He's a great guy. Um, I just love sometimes I'll just, you know, some of the the group chats that we're in, I'll see you'll put a a video um, of you just singing in your car. It's great, man. I, I love it. Doug, that that's what we love about you. You just being you. Do me one favor though, would you, Doug? Don't ever Maybe. change. No, I won't. No. Don't ever change. Like you are nope. awesome. The way that it you are. took so. me long enough to get in this skin and actually be me, and my loving wife helped me just be me, you know, and not care what nobody thinks. Just be you, and make the people around you that want to be happy and be around you make them happy. And like my hashtag says. Make someone smile today. That's all I want to do is make one person smile a day and maybe the world will be a better place. Hey, you're making all of us smile. Um, So, Doug, I want to talk to you about safeties for a little bit, too. Um, And for whatever reason, I can't keep this straight. Free safety versus strong safety. Which Mm -hmm. ones are we drafting? I I mean. Yeah. Okay. What you want? Strong means he's strong because he plays down in the box. He comes okay. and up with a run, and he might even pick up a slant uh, wide receiver, might even pick up the tight end. So strong means he's coming in the box. Free okay. means he's a center fielder. It means he he he, he ain't strong, you know. <laughs> Not necessarily <laughs> ain't strong, but maybe he's a little bit better sideline to sideline and mm-hmm. not as good of a rusher a gap penetrator, you know, uh, a swim move technique in the trenches, you know, like a Jamal Adams, you know, a guy that can, seems like he's in the backfield, he's there, you know, so you got free safeties, you got Jesse Bates there in Cincinnati, who, who puts up, you know, respectable numbers for you, a guy that you can start, but safety, you know, there's, there's only 32 teams in NFL, and that means there's only 32 strong safeties. And mm-hmm. not all of them are startable. So, you know, mm-hmm. we got to start different, differentiating. And, you know, um, let's see, the Simmons guy there in Denver, uh, he also plays free Justin safety. Simmons. Justin yeah. Simmons. Thank you, Port Man. I love that shirt, man. I love that shirt. Uh, <laughs> Justin Simmons there in Denver. He's been a free safety. And the guy, it's, it's about how the defense lets them roam and does, you know, their own thing. If, if, the Denver coaching staff, and let's face it, they know how to put the D together, folks, you know, with they the do, talent yeah. that came out of Denver. If they see that Justin Simmons is a little bit more than a free safety, but we need him back there to play that center field role, then they might, you know, move him up to that strong safety role or split the strong safeties out wide and run dual strong safety sets with Simmons coming into the box. So it's a lot of matchup dependent, you know, um, I'd say uh, your free safety 
I, I don't I don't roster a free safety unless I got to pick him off the waiver wire, or his name is Jesse Bates. Uh, you know, they're in Cincinnati, and I like Bates there in Cincinnati is because their new defensive coordinator. Name's escaping me right now, but he came from New York Giants, and he really made that secondary what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. He got Landon Collins paid. He brought, you know, he pretty much got Pepper there and built the little secondary core that's now halfway respectable, and now he's the D coordinator at Cincinnati. So he's going to put a lot of emphasis on that secondary, and he's going to give Jesse Bates a little bit more free range, I believe. Okay. So long story short, strong safeties, more tackles, more points. Is right. what we could say. See? So there you go. So look at that. So, um, because I always get confused with that. Yeah, that um, was pretty much what we had, Mike, with, with Jenkins before he left. He was just always in the box because you know our linebackers were pretty much trash, so they kind of had to put him there. No, our <laughs> linebackers uh, still are trash. <laughs> just yeah, oh, they are. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I think T.J. Edwards is getting Nate Gary. Go get Nate Gary. Yeah, Nate Gary. Oh, the, the guy gets a lot of tackles. Um, I think he's going to be one of those guys that's a better IDP fantasy player than real NFL player. Um, but also uh, another guy that I like, he is slotted to be the starting Eagles middle linebacker right now. That's TJ Edwards. Um, he um, he was undrafted last year out of Wisconsin, but Jim Schwartz loved him. And um, Cyberbytes Cafe wants to talk about a real tiger, Antonio Gibson. Now, I do want to just mention that in Madden simulation news, Antonio Gibson did have over 200 yards and two touchdowns in his game for the Dallas Cowboys. Porkman, would you like to comment on that? Our good he friend Peter had 200 yards. Well, he, he had, had a lot. Touchdowns. He had he two touchdowns. Two. Okay, he, he did have two yards. touchdowns. And you know what? While we're talking about that, Darius Geis <sighs> did get released today. Do you know um, what's crazy? Darius Geis is on Peyton my Barber, baby. Team. Let's go, Peyton Barber. <laughs> Let's go, Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber, baby. Let's go. Someone's got to go on Twitter real quick and do the um, the Peyton Barber stock up emoji. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I should tweet out, you know, I've made my little rounds on the offensive, you know. I've kind of, you know, pat myself on the back a little bit. We've had, I've been the first time, you know, defensive IDP guest on some pretty big shows, you know, Rookie Fever and, uh, you know, the guys over there, man, Adnan or, you know, Ad uh, Panero. I hop special man, and I told them guys, in my opinion, Peyton Barber is your Washington football team 2020 fantasy running back leading scorer. I think he I think he outscores all Washington running backs at the end of the year. That is, is a hot take right hot there. Take. Doug. I, mean, that, I wouldn't be that surprised though. I think right. in PPR leagues, Antonio yeah. Gibson will just happen to have more points. But if you're playing, but I mean, <laughs> the carries, it's going to be AP or Peyton Barber. Barber. Right. So think about touchdowns got to go you one got way. AP in the game, and you're more than three yards away from the goal line. We're going to need to get him worked in and out, right? Because I'm mm-hmm. sure he's going to get them big breaths going. You know what I mean? <gasps> I mean, let's face it, he's getting a little on up in age. You know, I can't jog from here to that shed right there without having to smoke me a cigarette. So I'm sure OAP, you know, I, I know we're pretty neck and neck caliber of athletes, me and OAP, but, you know, I'm just saying that the guy's going to have to get worked in and out. And let's not forget, 
the Rona's got everything shortened and kind of messed up a little bit. True. Oh, Antonio Gibson might not get the crack right off the bat. You brought Peyton Barber in for a reason, and now it's it's kind of telling me they maybe bought Peyton Barber in because they might already knew the guy's knew. Yeah, it's it's a good possibility. Um, so in case you're not following what happened, Darius guys, um, he was. He was arrested for, or he turned himself in. There was a, an incident with his girlfriend, some sort of domestic violence incident. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is know. it with y'all and, the, and being mean to women? Yeah, what, really. What the hell is wrong with y'all? I tell yeah. you what, come to Wright City, Oklahoma, and, and talk to me that way. I, you get these hands. You don't See? get these hands. <laughs> you don't want those hands. I'll tell you what, get that some, tiger behind him. Tiger hands. But, you know, and it's one of those things. Guys, if a girl's talking to you like that, don't engage it. Just, Just walk, walk away. away. Let everybody cool down. Yeah. Let everybody yeah. cool down. I know and we back all know what, you know, I'm kind of getting at. You know, it's just, you know, I understand people make mistakes, you know, but that, it's a pretty big mistake, you know. Like, that, boy, you only thing you missing is the creeper van, homie. Like, calm the hell down, fool. You know? Yeah, you, you know, mm. you got to think, too, especially if and you're I an watched, athlete. I watched the video as I'm sitting next to the little daughter playing Pokemon with her on the X or the Switch, you know, and I'm, start watching this video hey fellas i i had to go throw some rocks on the pond you know what i mean i had to go get some rocks boy but but listen but gentlemen especially if you're a professional athlete you know you could technically be throwing away your entire career and you could face jail time it's just not worth it it's It's not not worth it what are you going to prove i understand that when you live with someone you get heated and stuff like that deal with your anger better that's all i can i mean it's 2020. Yeah. Being mean to a girl ain't cool no more, homies. Your leather jacket and your cigarettes and your old slick back hair, that shit ain't cool no more. Be nice <laughs> to a woman. Make her smile. You know, don't make her be like, ooh. You know, make her laugh or something. Jeez. Exactly. Um, hey, Doug, speaking of going, ugh, Bob Nixon says it's Devontae Freeman season in Washington. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can you believe that he turned down what? What did um, four million? Was it four million? Oh yeah, he turned down four million from Seattle. He said he wanted yeah. six. Man, apparently, um, in today's society, beggars can be choosers. Mm-hmm. Washington yeah. gave him six. No, no, no I, he didn't give him anything. Now, no, they're just but saying he went that to Seattle. They're he saying he thinks, Seattle. He thinks he's going to go to Washington. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think they have All enough right. over the hill running backs. Yep, yeah. Washington. Yeah, they go ahead and bring on Frank Gore, you know, get him over there. Well, he's already you know, clogging up things for my boy LaMichael P. Ryan up there in New York. Oh, I'm so. a P. Ryan fan too, baby. Speaking yeah. of over the hill, Doug, are there any redraft IDP players we should know about that are older that people might be sleeping on just because they're old? Great segue. Yeah. That was fantastic. Yeah, homie. Um, the first one I want to lead off with right off the bat is Carlos Dunlap. Carlos Dunlap is one of the most perfect redraft names out there. And the reason being is he's forgot about. Mm. When a player gets a certain age in fantasy football, it's the same in IDP. All of a sudden, we think the guy can run, tackle, jump, nothing no more. You know, we just think he's going to be depth piece, you know, just another roster ad. But let me tell you something. In your fantasy playoffs in 2019, Carlos Dunlap equaled the top five defensive end Joey Bosa's production. And we're talking about a guy that's getting drafted around the sixth 
round, seventh round, eighth round of IDP Superflex, which means the offense is mixed with the IDP startup drafts. Uh, Joey Bosa is going sixth, seventh, eighth round. Carlos Dunlap, the last games those guys played was the equal of Joey Bosa. Hmm. You can get him almost 10 full rounds after Joey Bosa, maybe even more in a casual league, you know, not a shark league. You could probably even get him a little bit lower. Uh, goes right into the next guy that plays right next to him, Geno Atkins. Nobody right. just, I mean, we're all big on Joe Burrow. We're all big on this new nucleus of offensive weapons that's coming to Cincinnati. Everybody's sleeping on this defensive line. They added DJ Reader, a supreme nose tackle, just a big hog molly there, man. Just a big hog molly, baby. Um, he can play that nose tackle position very, very well. You put Geno Atkins, Carlos Dunlap, Sam Hubbard, got you a good little defensive line. And what I like to do in my redraft leagues is just see who nobody likes anymore. And mm -hmm. with a loaded defensive line that like that, you can literally pick your poison. Do you need the defensive tackle? Wait on Gito Atkins. Do you need the defensive end? Wait on Carlos Dunlap, baby. Do you have Sam Hubbard? I love Trade Sam Trade him. Um, Doug, um, can we throw in a listener question here quick? I love him. I love him. Love Bob him. Nixon wants to know, Doug, which IDP player on a new team will benefit the most? Ooh, good question, Bob. That's, that's saucy right there. I like that. I like that. Hmm. Put me on the spot a little there, didn't you? Uh, it's going to be Corey Littleton with the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, they've needed a linebacker there for so, so long. I'm more of an edge guy. Get my edge guys and kind of build my teams around edge players a little bit more. But, you know, Blake Martinez and Corey Littleton jump off the page immediately when you talk about key acquisitions. I'm not yeah. as big on Blake Martinez because I've never really liked owning a linebacker in the aforementioned 3-4 defense. So, uh, you know, I, I know he's not going to come off the field because that's one thing about Blake Martinez. You need consistency, fellas. You want mm -hmm. consistency. You want a linebacker that you know is going to play 17 games for you. Get Blake Martinez. You want a guy that's got a, I'd say, a little bit better ceiling, a little bit higher ceiling. Maybe for maybe more tackles, maybe some more sack opportunities. I'd go with a Corey Littleton there with the Las Vegas Raiders, homie. What do you think about a guy like uh, Nick Kwiatkowski? He also signed with the Raiders. I like I, I like Nick Kwiatkowski a lot. I like Nick Kwiatkowski. Hey, right, you can go right there. Uh, I like uh, Kwiatkowski a lot. The guy I like a little bit more him. Is I know I'm gonna go back to these Bengals here, but uh, help me think of the linebacker. I just had it on my mind, and then Skate Portman, you got me here. Linebacker, Cincinnati last year. Uh, Nick Vigil. Uh, Nick Vigil. Okay. Nick Vigil. Yeah, I have him in a lot of leagues. That's why I have him like a ton of leagues for some reason because he was practically free. Well, you know, we talked about the Ronan, you know, kind of setting everything back just a little bit. Let me tell you something. Huge OU fan. Don't miss a game. I'll, I'm the stupid guy that pays $65 to watch them play Liberty State Union University in Limestone College. <laughs> That's this guy right here. Anyway, Kenneth Murray is a wonderful linebacker, outstanding linebacker. Best thing he does, tackle. 
one of his least best things that he does is recognition. And for a rookie to step right in, and I'm not saying where the green dot, by the way, the green dot means that he gets the earpiece in his helmet and gets to talk right, to right. the defensive coordinator. Uh, I don't think he gets that bulk. Uh, I don't think he gets that low. Maybe he gets a weak side linebacker job, and that just lets him roam all around. But Nick Vigil, I think Nick Vigil's got the savviness. I think he's got the veteranness to maybe run that middle linebacking core there in Chargers for, hey, let's say I, I say he's capable enough to start in the season, and let's give him a shot for three or four games. That's a good little pair right there. Nick Vigil, if you're drafting Kenneth Murray in your rookie draft, Go out there and try to get Nick Vigil. Okay. What do you think, uh, just to, to kind of piggyback off Bob's question, what do you think about Joe Schobert in Jacksonville too? I, I like Joe Schobert. I like Christian Kirksey. But, guys, Cleveland needed needs linebacking help. Joe Schobert, Christian Kirksey's pretty viable linebackers. I understand they wanted some money, but Cleveland let them go for a reason. Kirksey, the main reason, is injury. Schobert, mm-hmm. there's there's plays where you see Schobert being just a step behind, and that's usually when a guy's taking it to the house. A guy's coming around the edge, running back, end around, and Joe Schobert takes the wrong angle and is diving and maybe touching the rear of the cleats, and they're going to the house. Mm-hmm. Now, Joe Schobert's going to get you probably 100 tackles this year if he stays healthy, so I don't mind adding – Joe Schobert, but I, I, I feel like he's just a plug, just a, a roster fill for Jacksonville until they can get a guy that they want to be their guy. So I don't really like investing in guys like that, but we're talking redraft, so go ahead, get go. I don't mind Joe Schobert. Now, I've been seeing him drafted here, Bowers and Nate Portman, as like the number third, fourth linebacker. Mm. Oh, you roll slow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a little steep there, Bauer, for me, man. Yeah, but, it is. Uh, okay. You bit. know, I could probably name off 15 guys I'd probably rather have than Joe Schobert. Maybe 10, 11, 12. But, you know, I've, I have seen him go in almost every one of my drafts this offseason. The move to Jacksonville has got a lot of people excited. And, and that's my prime opportunity to sell his bad boy. You know, I'm selling him right then because. In my opinion, Joe Schobert cannot do anything to outperform an ADP of number three or four or five linebacker. Joe Schobert is being drafted as that right now. So go out and get the value of a number four or five linebacker. And at the end of the year, when the guy finishes 23rd, 25th, 26th, you've made a hell of a leap in value there. Um, as have, per, I'm sorry, another, real quick, just wanted to bring this up right here. That's good. So, uh, per Schobert, Cleveland didn't even offer a, a contract. That's, that's more from, to my point there. You know, that's just, just yeah. ends up, I know y'all all see these ears, you know, it just ends up the radars, you know, and it <laughs> makes me, you know, that whenever ranking IDP and you're getting into these guys, guys, let's face it. If a linebacker goes down, there's a very, very, very good sh- chance that the guy that's stepping in for him can get 100 tackles i mean i mean falling down just being on the right side of the field for, exactly. for 14 15 games he can run into 100 tackles 
So, you know, I kind of like investing my chips into Devin Bush, you know, whereas I, I know he's going to be a redraft asset for this year. And I know that he's probably a guy that I can put right there in that linebacking core for my team and not have to worry about linebacker for a while. I don't have to draft one. Uh, you know, Devin White, uh, Darius Leonard. I'm not as high as Darius Leonard as everybody else, but those are the types of guys that I gravitate towards even in a redraft for my linebackers. Because as I said, the the guy that steps up for maybe the injured guy as a linebacker, he can fall in to, you know, a hundred tackles. You can't you can't you can't get, let's say Chase Young goes down and you get somebody to come in for Chase Young. That guy's not gonna fall in to ten and a half sacks. All right. You know, Chef saying uh, it's Bush season. Um, hey, Kev, real, <laughs> real what, quick, is that Kev? That is Jeff, yeah. Damn. Um, <laughs> cleaned up, boy. Look like he's going to church, huh? That's that old choir boy, Kev. I ain't never seen that, Kev. Nate, before we get to your question, I just want to ask. Uh, Bob Nixon has one more question. Uh, Logan Wilson impact this season, Doug. Look, he's gonna Logan he's gonna, Wilson. Yes. Um, I'm not as big on Logan Wilson as everybody else because they already have Malik Jefferson, which is a very agile and athletic uh, linebacker from Texas. They drafted him two years ago. They already have some key pieces there that I think Logan Wilson is going to have to outperform to get ahead of. All right. There, there you go. Now, keep in mind You're good that, that Doug is coming up with all this stuff right off the top of his head. He doesn't have mm-hmm. any notes written down there. And also – our good friend Alexa Del Rocco. She says that she loves us. Alexa, we love you too. Thank you for watching. Thanks for hanging out with us. So let me explain what Coys is because you've probably yes. seen that. Yes. Yeah, what was that? That was so, this. Just so Coys. It's uh come on you Spurs. So it's for the uh Tottenham Football Club over Tottenham. Woo! Hot Spurs. Let's go. Oh, hot Spurs. <laughs> love them. There we go. All right, so Nate. No, I got I got a question uh, real quick. Well, Nate Doug, has one too. He he meant oh, to yeah, ask him first. <laughs> yeah, let's let Nate go first. You've been dying to ask it. Well, I was, we were talking about players <laughs> who have moved teams, and we can't not talk about Jamal like, Adams. Right. Jamal yeah. Adams. Yep. So is that uh, a good thing that he's going to the Cowboys or a bad thing for IDP? You mean the Seahawks? Nate, Cowboys? The Seahawks? Nate, oh, the Seahawks, yeah, on, whatever. Nate, I've been on this little island all offseason. Uh, who's your safety one? Who's your safety one? Well, you know, there is 47 million people that say Derwin James, maybe Buda Baker. But with Jamal Adams not knowing what he's going to do, where he's going to be, it makes people drop him down to ranks in five, six. Oklahoma's on that island just trying to get it back. It's a short little burp there. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> you're you're part, good. Even if he stayed with New York, he was going to be the number one safety. And if he went anywhere outside of, hell, L.A. Chargers has already got there with James, I thought he was going to be the number one safety. The guy, in my opinion, is the best in-box safety in football. Derwin is better in coverage. I, I agree, Derwin's better in coverage, press, especially the press coverage. He's a lot better there. Jamal Adams is a bully, baby, and you need that bully when he comes down in that box taking on them big hog mollies in the trenches. 
You need a guy that can get through the gaps and penetrate. Jamal Adams is this guy. And when we talk about strong safeties, we want guys that come down in the box and do it all, not just come down in the box to look pretty and say he's there. Jamal Adams comes down in the box, can stop a run, can sack a quarterback, can pick a pass off, can cover the tight end, can cover a slant wide receiver. And, hey, made my point. Made my point. What you want? Porkman, you had a question? Yeah, so when in IDP, when you're drafting cornerbacks, obviously people are going to know the big names, like shut down corners, but obviously you don't take them because they probably don't score as many points. Um, what corners do you look to draft? Never draft have corners. To have that position. Uh, hey, oh, you watch your mouth, Bowers. <laughs> I'm a big, hey, I'm a cornerback guy, Bow. Uh, Pork man, I love my cornerbacks, man. But let me tell you something. I started playing IDP roughly a decade ago with, in a league with Mike Waller, Gary Davenport. IDP would be, you know, sharks. Like, I just got through. Doug, you want to take over this team? Yeah, sure. I think I drafted uh, Johnny Manziel or uh, Bishop Sankey. Bishop Sankey, that was it, 101. Ooh. And I laughed out of the league Ouch. for that. So, uh, it started off great. But anyway... I thought the same thing. Oh, I just pick up a cornerback any old week, you know. But then I got to watching these drafts as the years went by, and I noticed what these sharks were doing, and I've picked up on it through the years. Rookie cornerbacks, guys, that the team invested heavy draft capital in them, meaning your first-round cornerbacks. Guys, A.J. Terrell is going to get put on the field. Football game number one, A.J. Terrell mm -hmm. will be a cornerback. And let me tell you something. They, those opposing quarterbacks' eyes are going to light up because I didn't think he was a lockdown guy coming out of college the way the Falcons drafted him as one. A.J. Terrell is going to get lit up like a National Lampoon's Christmas tree, boys. He is going to get thrown at. He's going to get thrown at almost every passing play they're going to throw at him. Desmond mm -hmm. Trufant, he done went over to Detroit. So it's just a big old mismatch. I think they got a, a Oliver kid there uh, on the opposite side of A.J. Terrell. So he's a, he's a pretty decent little press press corner so they're going to avoid him five yards off the bump and look AJ Terrell's way uh that's a real good one Jeff Gladney there at the Vikings Vikings done gave everybody away in the secondary in the offseason I mean I think they got Mike Holton or uh somebody holding it down there you know what I mean Mike Hughes big fan of Mike Hughes but anyway Jeff Gladney that's a real good ad there and I'll I'll end the cornerback talk with this right here Jeffrey Akuda is one of the most talented cornerbacks I've scouted since I've been doing this. Mm. I I draft nothing but cornerback uh, rookie cornerbacks and have for the last eight nine years. I've not owned a sophomore cornerback. I've not owned a, you know a junior, not a three year four year because once they become lockdown guys, it's not going their way. You know they're gonna mm -hmm. pick on somebody. The offense gonna pick on somebody. So that's that's our chance to get out of there. You know. And these rookie corners are going to get hit up hard. Jeffrey Akuda, boys, like I said, Trufant went over there to Detroit. Guess what? Trufant's the one that's going to get picked on there in Detroit because this boy Jeffrey Akuda can play some cornerback folks. He can – next to Chase Young, 
best player in the draft, best okay. player 2020 draft. And I don't really think it's close. Uh, I got Isaiah Simmons, Chase Young, and Akuda with Chase Young, Akuda, and Simmons in that order. And then there's a tier that starts the rest. Uh, them boys are special. Them boys are special. So, Doug Clutch Russ 72 is checking in oh. and saying, What up, IDP? That's a co host. Everybody go follow that amazing bearded man right there. He's a corn husker. Tell him you love corn in Oklahoma, Doug. Sent you. What's up, Russ? So, Doug, you, you do uh, the IDP Power Hour with Russ, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. It's, uh, it's a little bit laid back atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, shocker, huh? I'm on something that's laid back. <laughs> but uh, we like to have fun, man. But uh, we also bring it pretty hard. We got a we got a good following over there. Get tons of questions. Real, real great questions. Lots of interaction with the show. And let's face it, guys, that's what this is all about: helping these people along with their fantasy teams. And the more they interact with us, the better the show is. Period. Sure. Point yep. blank. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why we love doing the live stream um, because it helps us interact. And, you know, speaking of live stream, live sports are back. Are you ready to have smooth balls while watching the pros throw or dunk balls? I'll tell you what, that segue was perfect. Doug, I got to do our Manscaped promo real quick right here. You look a little <laughs> taken aback. It's very possible that we may see an NBA playoff matchup between the Clippers and the Nuggets. You don't want that in your shower, though. That's why our partners at Manscaped have partnered with us to make sure your nuggets are as safe as possible when that matchup happens. I want to thank everybody that has purchased Manscaped from us. By the way, I just want to take a moment and say thank you very much. Um, that helps us out a lot. So I'm putting the promo code right on the screen right there, Pork20. So Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. So, you know, we've all had issues grooming. It happens, our face and elsewhere. But now you don't have to worry about that elsewhere. The Lawnmower 3.0 is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Because of their ceramic blade and skin safe technology, your snags will be reduced. Now you can play with your balls while watching these games on the couch. I do not recommend that. However, if your children are awake, they actually just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. Thank you, Doug. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four piece <laughs> nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes slash tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, any medium grit nail file. The Perfect Package 3.0 comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, waterproof cordless body trimmer, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag for you to use when you're done quarantining. By the way, I did do a test. It does work in the shower, and I'm here to talk about it. The light works. It is completely waterproof. Everything worked out great. <laughs> Doug, I don't know what you're doing down there, but I love it. Um, the Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. The Crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant, which ensures that your afternoon stroll doesn't end with your balls sticking to your leg. The Crop Reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls. Simply put, it's made with soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts that will give your balls a boost. So you get 20% off and free shipping with the code PORK20 at Manscaped.com. Again, 20% off and free shipping at uh, Manscaped.com. PORK20. And I just want to say thank you again, everybody, for buying. Um, hopefully it works out. Also, Kyle at Manscaped, if you're listening because you're a massive fan, make a beard trimmer. And ladies, I'm sure if you want to trim down there too, use your husband's Manscaped. No reason it can't work. Um, I share so, mine. <laughs> there you go. Also, um, <laughs> off of alcohol. Let, let us know if you if you buy anything, anyone. We will have Sean come over and Manscaped you personally. And speaking of Sean, he wants to know, Doug, do you think Isaiah Simmons, even though he's a rookie, has a chance to be IDP relevant right away? 
1,000%. Because let me ask y'all a question with this question. Going into the NFL draft, what would you have said was the number one need for those Arizona Cardinals? Linebacker, for sure, because he was getting Linebacker? killed by tight ends. Okay, so, uh, or or could we say offensive lineman? Yeah, that that too. Could yeah, it, could wide it be receiver. 50? Because uh, Portman, you know, they got <laughs> they got Hassan Reddick. They added Devondre Campbell. They had Jordan mm. Hicks. You know, I don't think it was like a glaring need the way the depth is at the offensive line. I mean, one guy goes down on that, that right side, curtains, curtains. Kyler can't <laughs> run that way no more. And Mikhail no. Beckton was sitting right there for them to take. They took mm-hmm. Isaiah Simmons. Putting that kind of draft capital in a linebacker when you could have had a big hog molly right there up front helping, helping old Kyler out. That tells me this they ready for this boy to play day mm-hmm. one. And another thing that I see them doing away, keeping him on the field, is moving him up to that strong safety role, even maybe down to that aforementioned nickel cornerback role. Because, guys, in the national championship game, the first 12 plays of the game, Isaiah Simmons ran eight at linebacker, two at strong safety, and one at nickel cornerback. I'm terrible at math. Doubt I did that right. But it was something around that. But you see what I'm saying? The (laughs) versatility is there with this guy. And I think that's what they think they got a bigger Derwin James. That's what they think they got, in my opinion. And with that team running a 3-4 defense, as I said, the 3-4 defense can go easier to that 5-2, put the pressure on the quarterback, drop the coverage back, let Isaiah Simmons maybe come up come back, stunt, fake, you know, let him kind of work his magic there. I think it's I think it's his ball game. Jordan Hicks was a guy that they needed last year who, in my opinion, outperformed expectations, and he's just agree. there again this year. Uh, well, Hassan, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Portman. No, I'm saying with Jordan – I feel like with Jordan Hicks, though, the only thing that's been holding him back his career has been injuries. Whenever yeah. he's healthy, he balls out when he was with the Eagles. So when I was upset when he left, but we kind of let him go due to injury. So when he went to Arizona. I was kind of expecting that same type of production. It's just so it's not a well-known name to the common people. You know where old Hassan Reddick could look good at? Down there in New Orleans. Down there with the Saints and Demario Davis. You know, that's mm-hmm. the only guy they got down there. And, and he the, puts and up the numbers, Bayou, too. You know? Yeah, he does. I, you know, Hassan Reddick, I think the guy just needs a fresh start, you know, and it can't mm-hmm. help. It can't help his, you know, ego that they just drafted a guy in the top 10, you know. So, in my opinion, let this guy go eat somewhere else, man. You know, let him go do his thing somewhere else. Yeah. It's funny. You're, uh, you're talking about Demario Davis. There's another guy that puts Big up guy. a ton of tackles and just, he just eats. And, you know, even even if you grab him in Dynasty, there's probably a lot of places where, like Porkman said before, if you don't have a lot of savvy IDP player, he's probably sitting on the waiver wire. And you could yeah. grab him for a waiver wire dollar or two, and you got a good guy to plug in. So, uh, but, Doug, any more uh, redraft IDP players that you got for us? Yeah, buddy. Um, another one I really like a lot, Danny Trevason. They're with the Bears. Everybody mm. loves them, some Roquan Smith. 
the guy gets banged up and he's a little hothead. I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me at all to see Danny Trevathan maybe lead the Bears in linebacker snaps this year and then Roquan take over. So I'd love me some Danny Trevathan there. Okay. Um, uh, another guy there uh, just made the move from Buffalo. I like my DTs. I like Jordan Phillips. Just went down there to Arizona, took the spot of DJ Reader. Had nine and a half, I believe, sacks last year from the defensive tackle position in Buffalo. That's good right there. I think he can even eat more in Arizona with some bad offensive lines with the Seattle Seahawks and the LA Rams. So look for Jordan Phillips to eat right there. Man, I'll tell you what, Doug. Look, look at you just sitting back. This stuff's just rolling off the top of your head, man. That is, <laughs> it's impressive. You know, I, I mean, thank you, man. Especially thank when you consider the fact that playing fantasy, you obviously have to know the offensive side of the ball too. And a lot of people, I think, would think that knowing IDP is a bonus, right, guys? I think we could all say that because not as right. many people are as versed in IDP as you are. But um, it's impressive. You're just sitting there rattling this stuff off the top of your head and. So I know uh, I, I do it kind of flew under the radar my first, you know, eight years in this Twitter game. But, you know, I kind of made it a little bit more of my passion, you know, since I started working at home and got my own business going. I, I, you know, I love it. I really love talking football. I just that's just all there is to it. I love meeting new people. I love talking football. And, hey, true story. I forget my kid's birthday sometimes, but I can tell you how many sacks Jordan Phillips had in the AFC East last year. I'm just a little crazy, guys. You know what I mean? Well, I kind of have that same problem. Um, <laughs> I've been telling my wife that her birthday is September 3rd. Oh, you do that too? Yeah, but it's not. Apparently, <laughs> She's yeah. like, what's my real birthday? I'm like, well, if I keep saying that it's the third enough, maybe it'll actually <laughs> maybe it'll make it happen. Yeah, I, I was I thinking about going down. I called my it. mama. I called my mama, and I'm like, "Mama, get on our Facebook, see when the wife's birthday is." All right, I love you. I'll be over there later for that cornbread and milk. Mm. <laughs> is, that, is that cornbread homemade? Yeah, baby. Put a little sugar in that, baby. Just a mm -hmm. little brown sugar, and mm. that'll give that bottom yeah. a nice little gold Color. brown. Ow! Mm -hmm. Ow! Ow! See, I like what I'm hearing here right now, man. Yeah. That's that's freaking great. That's All right, Doug, I got a name for you. Go ahead, Nate. All right, so I'm a Ravens fan, yes, and sir. the Ravens have always had a great defense. Um, yes, a name that popped out last year, Chuck Clark, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. he's at strong safety. He plays that nickel linebacker position a lot. So I don't think a lot of people know his name, and he's probably uh, eating up a lot of tackles in IDP leagues. That's right, buddy. That's right, and. uh a lot of he's going on the radar because I'm bad. Uh, Eric Weddle, you know that was a big signing for them last last year in the off season. Well, once you see Eric, he's gone now, right? Nate? Yeah, and okay. Tony Jefferson, they got he got cut too. Right, right, and uh, those two guys, you know, those were catalysts in that secondary, or you know, in other secondaries for years. So when you see two names like that kind of go away, you immediately think in your head, oh, they're starting from scratch. Oh man, this is gonna get ugly. No, 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 no. Chuck Hart's a baller, boys. The boy can hit. He can lay some wood. Now, and uh, a, a, a league that rewards you for pass deflections. I even moved Chuck Clark up a little bit more. The look, the guy loves to get his hands on a ball, and it, I, I believe he is one of the top safeties in the games he did play in 
past deflections. So if you get past deflections, move him up even another tier. Doug, I, I have a question for you. Um, the Eagles drafted Kayvon Wallace out of Clemson in the fourth round. What do you think of him? As a, I took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, I, I mean, love I love me some K. Well, hey, when you watch as steal. much Isaiah Simmons tape as I watch, you go to see some K. Wallace too. You know what I mean? You gonna get to know them Clemson players. Let me tell you something. This dude ain't no joke. Simmons didn't just make this guy. This guy is a this guy's a baller, and he's gonna play in the box for them Eagles. And mm-hmm. I like that a lot. I love K. Hey, not out of the realm of possibility. Adds a little weight. Comes down and play some linebacker. I don't hate not, that. Not yeah, hate out that of the realm. Not. Uh, uh, I believe they got uh, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, right? Yeah. Okay. So you put. And Johnson. we also, yeah, yeah, for a safety. I believe we got right. someone else too. But I can't think of it right now. Right. So, so you look at this and you see, okay, where does Wallace fit in? If, if you know, they put, they got to steal on Wallace, in my opinion. I thought he could have went a full round earlier than that. I thought so, too, yeah. And Mm -hmm. started for somebody. So, in my opinion, I think he's going to flash in front of these coaches, and I think he's going to find his way on the football field one way or another. Year one, I don't think enough snaps to make him IDP relevant for your starter. But, hey, those taxi squads, get him on it right now. I think right now – oh, I'm sorry. What were you saying, Mike? I was just going to ask Doug if he could settle – um, kind of like a long term thing. Who is the better safety? Mary Brian Kate. Dawk? What? Oh, I I said Mary Kate Olson. I thought oh, we were Who is the better? <laughs> who is the best safety? Brian Dawkins or Ed Reed? Ooh, that's oh, B Dawk. That's that's easy. What? What? Uh, what? Doug said Brian Dawkins. <laughs> okay. Ed Reed hey, is the up, number one up. safety of all hold time. Up, hold up! Hold up! Hold up! <laughs> I need some scenarios here. I need some scenarios here. Okay. Are we in the fourth quarter and I need a safety to make a play? Or am I, um, let's see here, how do I word this? You see what I'm kind of saying here? Do Are, are we coming down to the closing minutes of the game? The all, opposing offense has the ball and I need somebody to make a play, Ed Reed or B-Doc? I'm going to go Ed Reed. He, I now, think Ed Reed is a better cover guy. To be honest with you, but yeah. Dawkins could just flat out murder people in the That's open. That's what field. I was fixing to say. Now, That's if we only player. have one running back on the team and no depth, I'm probably going B Dawk there because he could light somebody up now, boy. B Dawk reminds me of the uh, NBA Jam. You know, just every time I've seen him play, he's on fire. <laughs> you know, boom, shakalaka. I, I love that game. See, you know, yeah. How you oh. know they got some little stand-up ones now, right? Oh, do they? Oh, yeah. It's like a little mini one. It's like oh, uh, 199 bucks. You can look on eBay, even get them for like 80 Yeah, they're about this big. Oh, yeah. You can sit them on the countertop, man. And oh, Hey, I'm- Doug. <laughs> uh, so, Russ is talking. We're going back to the Eagles' safety. So, Jalen Mills is supposed to take over for Malcolm Jenkins. now. Yeah, that's the part I was about to say. Russ brings right, up Jalen a, Mills couldn't play quarter. He ain't gonna play safety, boys. I'm gonna well, that in right now. I love so, you, Russ, and I love that beard, but no. So what what the Eagles are actually doing this offseason, um, this is what they've kind of been promoting. They're doing something called a hybrid defense. Um, basically, dressing on game day is not going to be so much about your skill set, but it's gonna go matchup. Right now, Jalen Mills is started to be the other starting safety aside from Rodney McLeod. Um 
We'll see. It's smart. It was cheap. Kayvon Wallace needs time to mature and become a pure NFL safety. Um, and this is the guy that, if need be, can come in and play cornerback. Is he the best cornerback? No. Was he a steal in the seventh round of the NFL draft yes. when they got him? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the defense has more swagger when Jalen Mills is on the field. And that means not something. Not in your IDP box score, but it means something to the guys on the field. Uh, Bob has another question, too. This is a great question is there anyone worth rostering on the patriots defense now our intern says chase winovich no doug says no um all right so and uh, hey we're go right back to what i led the show with base defenses okay and i told you i wasn't a big fan of the three four and here's why there's so much flux even on the Patriots offense, I mean, there's so many moving pieces coming in and out, in and out, and in and out. One guy might lead 100 snaps one week, and then he might get 13 snaps next week. That's just the way the Patriots – Bill Belichick don't want you to know what he's going to do. And by meaning that, I'm saying that Chase Winovich is a tweener, in my opinion. Uh, redraft this is a redraft show. Give me John Simon over Chase Winovich for 2020. Mm-hmm. I think John Simon comes off the edge better than Chase Winovich. Well, I think he's ask... a fancy name from Michigan, and I don't really like his get-up-and-go on the edge, to be honest with you. Really? Well, is there anybody on that team that you would roster for Dynasty, though, on the defense, or still no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you always you always look to add the next guy at linebacker. You always look to do that. I mean, 4-3, 3-4, tomato, tomato. You always look to add the next guy at linebacker, and I'm looking at Jawan Bentley there. He's a guy that they've liked a lot. He's he's he can already rush the the quarterback. He's he's a great rusher. They just needed to hone in his coverage skills. And last year, Patrick Chung worked with him a lot, one on one in practices and stuff, and upped his game. He's been working in the off season with the secondary guys. Bentley, watch. I believe it's Jawan Bentley. Uh, Bad with names today. I need more beer, I think. But uh, Juwan Bentley. <laughs> Needs that, more uh, Dugstone, man. Juwan <laughs> uh, Bentley there. I, I'd roster him, but, you know, outside of that, you know, I'm out. I'm out on Patriots. I'm out on the offense. I might grab Cam in a two-quarterback league, you know, because i got to have a quarterback. Outside of that, I'm out. I'm out. I don't trust him. Yeah. Okay. And, and, Doug, you are a 49ers fan, correct? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Faithful. Uh, is Quan Alexander going to have a bounce back here? They were looking to move him, supposedly. And let me tell you why they was looking to move him. That is because the production that Dre Greenlaw had when he came in for the injured Quan Alexander. Dre Greenlaw was not only a comparable linebacker to Quan Alexander, he played better than Quan Alexander. So, d- don't don't let that trade talk go away. I believe Quan's going to be a piece that the Niners dangle all year. Let's say, um, let's say maybe looking at a running back, you know, and um, you know, one of these guys are just ready to get out of town like they always are. Boom, you know, here, here's a guy. Give us your guy. Let's play football. Yeah. So I um, think I think Quan's going to be dangled all year, fellas. But uh, in my opinion, give me Dre Greenlaw. I'm also a big Fred Warner fan too. Oh, yeah, that's the guy to own. That's the linebacker to own. Boy, he is bad. And his dad is one amazing guy. I've had many chats with Mr. Fred Sr. Really? Yes, sir. I have many DMs with Mr. Fred. And the dude is one amazing, 
wholesome guy. If, uh, if y'all get on Twitter, follow Mr. Fred Warner Sr. and tell him Oklahoma Doug since he's good dude, man. He's cool with the other side of the pillow. All right, we'll do. So, Doug, um, we're going to close it out soon. We're at about almost an hour. Um, but before we do, do you have anything else that you want to add? Anything else you want to talk about? Floor is yours, buddy. I'm I'm about talked out. You know what I mean? I got to get in here and get in some NBA 2K before I go to bed. I still got to put away these cows. I still got to go over there to the grow, buddy. I, hey, I, I'm just my day just getting started. You know what I mean? Got well, you got to put cows away. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, I just had a calf born about two hours ago. Still <laughs> bleeding. Yeah, yeah, that's about now, every day around here. You, that's man, cool. you got you got the life, Doug. You know that you really do. I mean, you you got so much. You always have something going on, don't you? Like, there's not. Okay. I mean, I uh, love it. Though. True story. True story. Um, I've I've suffered from uh, you know severe anxiety and a uh, little you know some. Some, some mental disorders in my past, you know, from upraising, my upbringing and stuff. And uh, I got to keep myself busy, man, you know, because uh, uh, if I if I let myself get in my head, you know, you know uh, it, it becomes dark, you know, and I don't like dark dog, you know, nobody likes dark dog. So uh, I try to be happy. I keep myself busy. I, I keep myself with them kids and around my family and keeping them happy makes me happy. So as long as they happy, I'm going to be happy. All right. Well, thank Man, I love it. And you know, if you ever need to talk to anybody, you got three friends here. DMs are always open, of course. Always. So, yeah. um, Doug, thank you so much for your first and not your last appearance on the Dynasty Rewind, man. And I just, I do have one more question. That background, like, what is, what exactly is that background? Is that, is that like some, some sort of graphic? Or this is, is that... Lucy. This is Lucy. She. But I mean, is, is that like a, a hologram or what is that? <laughs> This is uh this is Star Trek shit right here, Bowers. So this is <laughs> let me tell you something right now, buddy. I'm I'm taking my game to another level, you know. Uh DM me, I'll let you know how to do this, you know. That's teach me how to dug it. All right, teach FL two drink minimum. Teach me how to dug it, and Doug is doing Floyd! it. Floyd! Right <laughs> hey, everybody do me a favor, just hit him up and just say Floyd. That's it. That's all you gotta say. Just tag him, Floyd. You're out. That's it. All right. So, there you go. That, so that, one favor, that one favor. That that is at <laughs> FL2 drink minimum. Not the word two, but the number two. Again, that is FL2 drink minimum. And just hit him up and say Floyd. And then let him know that Doug sent you. So that's right. Um, because the FL stands for Floyd, not Florida. Perfect. I love it. And uh, let's let's try to get you know what? If at least fifty people could do that, that would be fantastic. Oh, that would make my night. <laughs> he would. <laughs> oh man, it kind of it kind of bothers him just a little enough <laughs> that I keep on doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> because uh, I'm not. You know, uh, I'm good with football, but as far as you know, uh, them them old fancy words and remembering and stuff, I'm not good with that. I smoke a lot of pot. Um, but. Uh, you know, uh, I really did think it was Floyd the first time, and the dude just let me go on with it. He let me call him Floyd for like two months, and then he was like, Somebody else was like, Hey, you know, his name ain't Floyd. And I was like, Yeah, I know that. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, so we, have, we have a customer that I thought his name was Neil, and it's actually Robert, and I've been calling him Neil. Oh for God. <laughs> I've been calling him Neil for 16 years at this point, so what? I'm, I'm committed to it. So every time I see him, I'm like, hey, Neil, what's Way up? And I, yeah, well, it, we've come this far. So yeah. 
the charade must go on, oh, I guess, man. as they say. So, hey, listen, Please. Doug, thank you again so Please much for coming on. Please don't ever call me Texas Doug, okay? Please yeah. don't ever say that. No. That's about as opposite, you know. There's that river that separates you guys for a reason. That's just, well, don't ever call me New Jersey Mike. You know, that's. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, poor guys, hey, before Jersey. we get out of here, what I. Thanks so much for having me on. Y'all know I'm a big fan of y'all shows. Y'all know I'm always in this chat giving y'all yep. crap. And and y'all know I'm a big supporter of y'all. It means a lot for me to be on a show that I respect so much. So last of all, I appreciate y'all. Thank y'all so much for having me on. It means Absolutely. a lot for me to help IDP get its name out there. It's not just about me growing. I want everybody to grow. And yes. that's how we grow IDP. I ain't worried about just my own personal, you know, intuition. I'm worried about us all growing, baby, and us all having fun, us all smiling. We can yeah, all do sure. it together. Absolutely. And so, again, follow Doug. But before we go, and Doug, don't go anywhere yet because we're going to chat with you a little bit after the show as well. Um, Nate, do you want to lead us out? I do. So I got a verse. Um, so funny enough, I just looked at the verse of the day, and this is the verse that popped up. And it's kind of relevant with all the craziness that's gone on today on fantasy Twitter, that's gone There's on a lot in, of it. in actual football. It's all been kind of a crazy day. So John 8, 7. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, if any of one of you is without sin, let him be the first to throw a stone at her, the woman caught in adultery. So, you know, you, at first you might be like, okay, well, how does this relate to what's going on? Because it's a lot of stuff going on. It's not that we shouldn't hold other people responsible. We definitely need to hold other people responsible for their actions. But at the same time, it can get really easy to just pile on people. Mm -hmm. And we need to remember that all of us mess up and use these opportunities to look at ourselves as well and make sure that we're getting better as well. Because not everybody is perfect. Nobody's perfect. So while some people might take things to the extreme, we all have to make sure we look at ourselves and make sure that we are constantly getting better in all aspects of our life just to be better people, make people smile, make people happy. So we got to work on that. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'll piggyback I mean, I, off of that too as well because um, I feel as though, you know, Darius guys, he's going through his thing. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying what the story was, right or wrong. But at the end of the day, he's a human being. He made a huge mistake. We as Christians in this world, we have to pray for him as well, even though what he did was wrong. So yeah. I, I challenge the people that do listen to this podcast. You know, if you do tweet Darius guys, don't give them no negativity. You have to continue to prop these guys up because they are young and they still have to learn. So just give give them some positive, you know, positive feedback and just don't kill them down because you never know what might happen. True. I got, I got a quick just piggyback off of that. If you are reaching out to a professional athlete to slander him or call him names, you're a damn loser. Okay. I'll just let you go on that. Get a life. Get a life. We're doing that. Don't do that. You know, that's right. So petty. You know, that dude, it might feel good to you. That dude probably didn't even read your crap, man. But I mean, you know, why do it then? You know, we, that's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Yeah, pork man. Come on. Don't do it. (laughs) No, hey, picking a guy up totally different. I mean, it could change his day. I mean, he could be getting yeah, piled on, like Portman said, and he sees this one tweet in the middle of all these piled up on him, and he's like, you know what? That dude's right, man. I just need to get off this Twitter, 
and try to better myself, go pray for, you know, forgiveness to whatever is up there, you know, repent, you know, uh, ask for forgiveness, you know, do the right thing, start doing the right things. You know, that one tweet that Portman sent might send him on the right cause. So I, I thanks for bringing that up, Nate. Great point. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So before we head out, Doug, tell us again, where can we find you on Twitter? And tell us again about the podcast that you co-host with Russ. All right, buddy. You can find me on Twitter at Oklahoma Doug and me and my good pal at Trust 72 also run the flagship. I call it the starship uh, IDP program over there at Dynasty Happy Hour with the cool guys there, Tyler Gunstoner and Jason, all my good friends over there at Dynasty Happy Hour, bringing IDP to Dynasty Happy Hour. And that's what I'm all about, man. I love you know, helping people get something they don't have, man, you know, bringing it to them. So follow me at, at Oklahoma Doug, uh, fixing to have some articles up at dynastyhappyhour.com, uh, ranking best, uh, uh, best buys, best sales. Uh, we're going to put together a trade calculator for edge, for outside linebacker. Just click on it, click on That's the cool. offensive guy, boom, see what the score is. Simple as that. Little Madden rating system, get in, get out. See if it adds up, don't. Go add a piece. If it adds up, you in and out. I mean, we want basic, simple stuff. It don't have to be complicated. Everybody says IDP is a lot more work. It's only work if you make it work. That's true. Uh, but uh, Doug Floyd did say one thing. You could find him at Texas, Doug. Oh, yes. oh, I, I shouldn't have said that. I knew, when that came out of my mouth, I knew I should have never said it. I was hoping he didn't hear that. I was hoping he jumped on and me noticed him in here and he's out. That's what I hope. But I see he hung around. I love old Floyd, man. That's old homie, man. I, he knows I love him. All right. Uh, Nate, where can we find you on Twitter? You can find me at NateNFL. All right. And Porkman, how about yourself? You can find me at it's not Procman. Can you fix that? <laughs> I did fix that. <laughs> you can find me. You can find me at FF Porkman. And Proc uh, Proc big ups Proc to Proc Troy Man. from from Dynasty Happy Hour. I hope you enjoy your Manscape package. Yeah, and um, you can find me at the Bauer eighty five. And I want to thank Tyler Gunther for giving Doug this amazing opportunity. Tyler is one of the great ones. So go check out Dynasty Happy Hour. Their podcast is fantastic. They're all fantastic guys over there. Uh, Tyler like said, is. Tyler is one, a great person in this industry that don't one of the nicest. get enough credit. Uh, yeah. Thank you for, for saying that. Um, yes, Nate. I have to make one plug real quick. Sure. The Dynasty Nerds GM is out. The Dynasty GM is actually an incredible tool. I got to beta test it, and now that it's out, it's even better. They're having updates come out soon. It's the best thing ever for managing all your leagues. has a trade calculator in it. It's, it's super awesome, and it's like two or three bucks a month. So go check it out. There you go. Check that out. And again, you can follow me on Twitter at the Ambower 85. If you are so inclined. I would prefer you follow this show at Dynasty Rewind. But until next week, everybody, we are going to have Lauren Carpenter on the show. We're going to be talking some zero strategy. And until then, be kind. Please rewind. Thank well, you again for listening, everybody. Time. time for you to go. <laughs>